Welcome to the Sharon Brown Podcast. Uh, today's episode is 29 Days of Original Quick Podcast Christmas and Holiday and Everyday Tips by me, Sharon Brown. Uh, it says Sharon Leslie Brown. But uh, today is the 19th day of 29 Days of Original Quick Podcast Christmas and Holiday and Everyday Tips by me, Sharon Leslie Brown or Sharon Brown. So the 19th day, we're counting backwards. I started from 29 and I'm going down and I'm just taking time to enjoy the days and what God has done and what he's doing. And we had the election uh, yesterday in this Advent season. Uh, It was a runoff and uh, we're looking to God to bless us in spite of you know, anything that didn't happen the way we thought it should happen. But uh, things happened that were positive on our side. We didn't get a landslide beating. We didn't get wiped out. We didn't get any of that. What happened is there was a 50-50 split and God showed up and made sure that the other side understand they were getting a butt whipping and they weren't, you know, coming out unscathed. So they didn't just get into a battle and walk out, well, you know, with no problem, no nothing. They knew they were in the fight. They knew they were getting whooped. You know, they came out just a, a little bit. It was almost a 50-50 split. So it's a, a, a real a real battle going on. Uh, of course, we are victorious in Jesus. And so God wins. Jesus wins. Christians win. We win. Uh, you know. Regardless of what the outcome looks like, we win anyway. And any time it looks like a loss. So what we need to do today, uh, today my tip for what you can do right now, it's late right now. You don't have to do anything big and major and things like that. But this is actually major and you don't have to do a lot to get this done. You can take the time to be grateful and thankful for what God did. Now, Herschel Walker didn't necessarily get the Senate seat. Uh, you know, with the way things go with the elections, you know, that's a whole different story. But uh, Raphael Warnock is the senator again, but he did not just run away with it. You know, like uh, Rob Reiner said he wants it to be so, you know, a big and grand and a win and things like that. He want like like he wanted to tap dance on our heads and stuff, but it did not happen. And Raphael Warnick and the Democrats got a real whooping. And, you know, the people were letting them know they were unsatisfied with what was going on. You know, if they if they uh, felt that they were doing good, they would have. Um, voted more for them, but they did not. It was like almost a 50-50 split. So does that mean that uh, does that mean that Senator Warnock is a 50-50 split uh, senator? <laughs> you know, that's hysterical. You know, it's like he's a cold senator. But anyway, so the, the people were saying he's he's not fit to be senator by himself. He got half of the vote. So at least he could be a co-senator so Herschel Walker could show him a few things. But anyway, he got elected and uh, Raphael Warnock is the senator, but he didn't get there unscathed. And this is a wake up call to him. So 
it looks like it's so terrible, but the Bible says, as for you, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Now he gets a chance. He might not, uh, he might not, well, people might not think he's going to, but you never know. He might be one that turns from the Democratic Party and comes to Republican. So I won't count him out. I will rebuke him publicly and I will rebuke him, but I will open the door for him when he's ready to come in and do the right thing by God and accept Jesus and really be a reverend and really do the things of God. But until then, I'm going to rebuke him for the things that he does. But uh, uh, he needs to do the right thing because uh, he's standing up for people in the state of Georgia, and he has to really stand up for them and stand on the issues that matter to them, that, you know, it makes sense for them, not just because he wants to do it and he wants to do anything he thinks of in his head. So we need to be thankful to God that we didn't get decimated. Uh, we need to be thankful. We should take the time out. So this uh, tip today is being grateful, being thankful in the Advent season. Thanksgiving should be throughout the whole year. You Not because of pilgrims, but the Bible was talking about Thanksgiving before the pilgrims ever came. The Bible wants you to be thankful to God. So Thanksgiving and thankfulness is from the Bible. And so the Bible says that we should give thanks to God. We should give him, come into his house with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Uh, so we want to make sure that tonight, before the the clock strikes 12, before it hits midnight, the stroke of midnight, whatever you want to call it, that we take the time out to say, you know what, God, you've been good to us in this Advent season, you did not let our enemies ride over our heads. What happened is that it, they was, it was stemmed. They didn't do the damage they wanted to do. And they were not able to. But we were able to get Roe versus Wade. Uh, we were able to get that overturned. So we got some major victories. We can't just look and say, oh... Herschel Walker didn't win. He tied almost. He almost tied. So we have to look at that and say God was uh, making a statement. Even if he didn't allow him to win it or he didn't get in and everything. That's a big statement. And Raphael Warnick can take it and do something positive with it. He can be rebuked and corrected and then do something with it. If he's a, if he wants to be a child of God and he becomes real, he will take it as a correction and rebuke from God. The Bible says that God corrects and rebukes him, those who he loves. So if God corrects you and rebukes you, you take the correction and rebuke and you change. So we'll see what Raphael Warnock does. He has the opportunity to do better. And I, um, I'll pray for him and believe for that he can come to the Republican side. And then it will be a blessing that he got into office that, uh, you know, if he uh, changes his ways and comes to uh, the appropriate way to do things. So, and that's a biblical way of doing things. And that's God, you know, the way God wants it, the way Jesus uh, spoke it, that's how we should be living out our lives. And so it's time for us to 
Enjoy the presence of the Lord. Enjoy what he's done for us. Know he has blessed us. It's so important. And the things that when we look at things that look bad, Joseph was sold into slavery and then he wound up being in Egypt and he wound up being in second in command. And when there was a famine in Israel, they were able to come to where he was in Egypt and eat. And he made the food last for the seven years of the famine that was throughout all of the lands. And he was able to make the corn last for the seven years and things like that. So Joseph was, uh, you know, he was very innovative and God blessed him and he was anointed. And so we need to be thankful that God is doing these kinds of things in our lives. He's going to promote us. Some people he's going to promote. He's going to do different things in different people's lives. Uh, some people will do prosperity and, and be blessed and rich. And some people will be prosperous in spirit. And there are different things that are going to happen to different people. Uh, we do not have to stay impoverished and things like that. We can find ways to uh, get physical financial blessings as well as prosper. The Bible says, I would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So you can prosper physically and prosper every other way and then also prosper uh, and let your soul be in health. So uh, we can be thankful to God, but we're also looking for something. We we want to uh, dominate. We want to do well. We want to prosper. You know, uh, people talk about the prosperity gospel. Uh, you can't completely wipe out prosperity and say that we can't be prosperous. And you got to be uh, take a vow of, of poverty. The Bible doesn't say you have to take a vow of poverty. A few people... Uh, sold their things and did stuff like that and uh, were in that kind of community. But the larger uh, and majority of the Christians did not sell all their property and they did not live in that kind of communal setting. So that is not the standard for how Christians should live. Some people have mandates to do certain things. Uh, there are some things in the Bible that are specifically wrong and then there are some things that God tells you he doesn't want you to do, you particularly. And like he didn't want John the Baptist to eat from the fruit of the vine. So that was specifically for John the Baptist. But anybody else could eat from the fruit of the vine. But John the Baptist couldn't. So there's something that God wants in your life and he wants you to do and you need to hear him and listen. And then there's some things that as uh, in general, you can't do because the Bible prohibits it for everyone. That's how the Bible works. There's some things that are sin and then there's some things that God doesn't want you particularly to do. So, but God blessed us and we need to be thankful. Uh, so we can find a way. You can write something uh, for God. You can uh, read the word of God about what he's done and then praise him and thank him for it. You can listen to a song that speaks about God. You know, there's some songs about uh, Moses crossing the Red Sea. So there's a, a few songs like gospel songs where Moses um, uh, 
crossing the Red Sea. And it's so wonderful. You can thank God for what he did for the slaves and for people who are in America and have been in slavery. You can say, wait a minute. God can do it for the people in the Bible. He can bless me too. He can bring me out uh, and make me prosperous. So we can't knock prosperity, but uh, the Bible is not only about just being rich. That's not the love of money is the root of all evil. So our focus is not money, but we can have money. We can't say it's bad. Money is not bad. Loving money is bad. Love of the love of money. Not money is evil. It's the love of. You should not love money. You should love God. You can't worship God and mammon. So just that's the tip for today to uh, be thankful to God uh, for what's happening and what has occurred in this season and what he did uh, in June uh, to overturn Roe versus Wade. The sting of the overturn of Roe versus Wade has been felt everywhere around the world. The world is watching and they saw that. We Republicans have done well. Don't take this as a defeat that uh, uh, Herschel Walker did not get in and Raphael Warnock got in. That's not a defeat. There was an almost 50-50 split. So, you know, that was we didn't have the problem but remember don't forget that god made sure that roe versus wade was overturned so that the babies would not be killed in the womb that's very important uh the democrats don't want to admit how hard that hit them they don't want to admit how hard that hit it hit hard so we need to be thankful for what god has done are we showing and being grateful and thankful? Did we really take the time out to say what happened? For since 1975, a year after I was born, the they put in place people would kill their babies. Now, I praise God that in the year that I was born, they didn't have the abortion. It just so happened that it happened the year after me. And, you know, the devil probably said, oh, no, we let one in. Oh, my goodness. We got to kill these babies. When I was born in 1974, the devil must have said, oh, my goodness. Did we actually let this one in? We got to stop it. You know, now I'm not Jesus. And, you know, uh, the I think it was Herod or somebody trying to have Jesus killed as a baby. Uh, so. Not that uh, I'm Jesus or anything, but, you know, the year after I was born, uh, they started killing the babies. So this is some weird stuff. The devil probably said, oh, no, this one going to love Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Because the Bible says the wicked is estranged from the womb. As soon as they be born, they go speaking lies. So the devil probably said, wait a minute, there's something about this baby. You know, I know God is using me and is going to use me and the devil don't like it. And when I was born, I almost died at birth, you know, so the devil, he tried to kill me. He couldn't kill me. And so that's an p- important part of the story. The devil tried to kill me when I was uh, born. I was, you know, I had to have a, a medical procedure and everything like that. And uh, I almost died as a baby. 
And then the next year, abortion was instituted. The devil said, oh, no, we let one in. Oh, my goodness. You need to know that the devil must be saying that about you. When you stand up for God and you stand up for Jesus and the Holy Spirit and you fight for the kingdom of God, the devil is saying, oh, no, we let one in. And that's probably why they put that abortion ban in. When I came into the world, they that devil said, oh, no, we couldn't kill her. I tried. So he said, let me put this abortion ban in because we got, we got one that we can't handle. And you need to know that you're one that the devil can't handle because you use the name of Jesus. It's not of yourself. You know, the... um. The uh, apostles or the disciples were boasting, the devils are subject to us. Well, Jesus said that's not something they need to boast about. It's not that you need to boast about that the devils are subject to you. It's the name of Jesus that's doing it. You need to be making sure that you are praising God and giving him the glory. You're not doing it by yourself. You're not winning. And I'm not doing these things by myself. This is of the Lord. So when the devil said, let me kill her before she try to ruin my kingdom and ruin the things that I'm doing. Well, I made it. God made sure that I made it through. I was vulnerable and a little baby and almost died and had to have a, a major medical procedure. And then I live and I'm here today speaking about being grateful about the things that God did and make sure that you stand up to the devil and stand up against the kingdom of hell. So the devil can say, oh, no, we let one in and too bad. One of his main ways to try to stop people was the abortions. He wanted to kill off people coming in. So we we thank God for the abortion ban. So get together and, and do your thanks thankfulness in the season of Advent and the Christmas season. You're thankful to God for what he's done for you. So you have like uh, two hours to show your thankfulness and you're, you're still up, you you know, trying to find something to do or you, you, you know, kicking around doing stuff. Thank God. Talk about Jesus, you know, listen to the Bible as you're up and things like that and enjoy yourself. And for this time, you don't have to do anything extraordinary. You can use your soul, your spirit and speak about the things that God has done for you. You can also uh, join me in praising God for uh, overturning Roe versus Wade, etc. And you can thank God for bringing me into this world and not letting the devil kill me. You can join me in that too. And you and what he's done in your life. You have personal stories. Amen. Thank you and enjoy your Advent season. The 19th day of the 29 days of original quick podcast Christmas and holiday and everyday tips by me, Sharon Brown. Water of the word. Wow segment. Luke 1, 46 and 47. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. This is the Sharon Brown Sing segment. SBS. 
oh holy night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of a dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt his worth. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night divine. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt his worth fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night divine. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night divine. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Oh, yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning. Oh, Jesus, to thee be all glory given. Word of the Father. Now in flesh appearing, oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Sing choirs of angels. Sing in exaltation, oh sing, all ye bright hosts of heaven above. Glory to God, all 
glory in the highest oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him christ the lord Adeste fidelis leti triumphantes venite venite en Bethlehem natum videte Regem Angelorum, venite adoremu, venite adoremu, venite adoremu, domino. O come, O ye faithful, Joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels, O come let us adore him oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him christ the lord salvation nation sn segment Romans 10, 9 and 10. For if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Repeat after me. Jesus, I confess you as Lord, and I believe in my heart that you rose from the dead. You said in your word, if I confess you as Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead, that I am saved. I have done so, and I am saved. Thank you, Lord. Sharon and the Rose of Sharon segment. You've just listened to the Sharon Brown podcast, where the Rose of Sharon is the star. Jesus is the Rose of Sharon.